Welcome to episode one of uh, Selection Night with Chef and Tomo. So what this show is all about is promoting and having a good laugh with grassroots sport around Adelaide and even if it's possible to uh, go interstate, um, sharing the love for a sport that gets played by the real people. Um, and so I'd like to uh, introduce you to Craig Thompson, Tomo, my special, uh, well, more than special co-host. Tomo, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mick. Uh, good, to be, good to be invited along. And I am very much looking forward to uh, having some fun with you over the next few weeks on Selection Night, looking at grassroots sports, as you said. Should be fun. Yes, no, it should be awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're um, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh, so if you want to have any interest and uh, add to the show, get your, get your club on board, um, have a look at Oz Sports Radio Facebook page. Uh, shoot us a like, follow us, and, you know, give us some uh, love. Get us around, Get around us and we'll get around you guys. Um, and first of all, we'd also like to uh, welcome Liam Verity to the show as our first special guest. Uh, uh, welcome, Liam. Thank you very much, and thank you for that lovely intro. You think you did fine? Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> we're, we're very uh, early days learning the ropes. Uh, yeah. It's the pilot. You don't have to worry about Absolutely. any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liam. No I'm worries. Up, mate. So, um, Liam is... Back in the grassroots. Yes, I am. So Liam spent some time at North Adelaide, and uh, so he's got a taste of what it's like being, would you say, semi-professional, um, definitely a high level of football. Well, I consider professional because professional, I, I mean I yeah. got paid, so absolutely. that's professional, isn't it? It is correct, <laughs> absolutely spot on. Yeah, so I. I really enjoyed my time at playing SNFL. It's it's one of the things that I always wished that I made, uh, especially playing uh, throughout amateur league football. And I went out to try it for Nord a few times as juniors. Unfortunately, I didn't make it. But um, given the chance to play for North Adelaide, it was absolutely a dream come true. And making my debut on Anzac Day as well against Nord was an absolutely fantastic feeling. Absolutely. One of the biggest games of the season. Oh, yeah, the grand final rematch. It, mm. Anzac Day, 5,000 people. I was nervous as hell, but, you know, I, I, I didn't want it any other way, to be honest. Absolutely. You yeah. know, you, you yeah. want to shine awesome. in the big moments, so. Yeah, kick two goals as well. Even better. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a good wobble of the head as well. Oh, yeah. thank you. I know this isn't being <laughs> recorded, but I just like, did a little dance. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well worth Great stuff, yeah. mate. But um, I guess the, the real story is that you've, um, you've had your time there at um, North Adelaide um, with quite a successful run too, I might add. A bit of grand final success. Yes. And um, you were part of the, uh, I guess we should get this out of the way early. Yeah. Um, you were part of the famous 19th Man saga. Yes, so that was a, a fantastic time to be around North Adelaide. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't much media interest? Oh, no, I mean, it just made all of Australia. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But um, actually, like, during the game, I, well, nobody knew that the 19th Man was actually happening. It wasn't actually until the next morning where my mum actually came in and told me it happened. But, oh, really? Um, you had no idea? No, I had no That's idea. Fine. Even on the bus ride home, we were, like, wow. were packed with North Adelaide players and Eagles supporters. Nobody knew what was going on and uh, that it happened. It wasn't until the next morning that I actually found out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what, what was your... 
So your memory of it happening was just, it didn't happen at all? No, it was just like, uh, just exuberance of us actually winning because uh, the Eagles up, were up by 50 points at half time yeah. or midway through the third quarter and suddenly the boys just started fighting back and eventually won the game. So that's all I was worried about is that just an incredible comeback. So were you on the field? No, no. So uh, this is my first year at North Adelaide. So I was actually playing reserves at the time. Our team had already made the grand final when they yep. was, were there supporting them. And just going ecstatic about what was actually happening. And I just couldn't believe what was happening, to be honest, to come back um, to win a game by down, down by 50 points. Yeah. And that was, yeah, one of the biggest grand final stories ever. Yeah. To come back like that. And then to have that story tainted. Yeah, the controversy um, around still the Still kind of get brought up today. Certainly you know? does. Yeah, well, the Eagles won their premiership, so they can bury the hatchet, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they've, <laughs> Very true. they've uh, drowned their uh, sorrows and tasted the, the, yeah. the victory drink as well. Yeah. Um, but um, so I guess coming back to Modbury, and, and Modbury is a, um, one of the oldest clubs in, in Australia. Yeah, isn't it like uh, Dem and Tijigali played the first game? Yeah, something, something, like something that. about so, the history. You know, yeah. We go back a long time. Mm. So it's a, it's a club steeped in history, in grassroots football. Um, so what's it been like coming back to, to play with the lads? It really is the lads too, isn't it? It, um, really, it really does feel like coming home. Yep. Because uh, going away to North Adelaide and then coming back in a few years. Even though so many faces have changed and so many new names I have to, I have to learn and stuff like that, it... It really does feel like home because yes. that's where I played my junior football and that's where I played most of my senior, gets senior time as well. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely club to be around. And, and that is the epitome of grassroots sport. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you go to enjoy life away from work. You know, you, you get rid of all those frustrations on Saturday. You come to work sore on Monday because there is no recovery, let's be frank. You know, there is no... Or you, or you take out all your frustrations out on the other guy. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And we'll come to some of those stories a little bit later. Um, but, you know, uh, injuries take a bit longer to heal because there's no real, uh, you know, it's grassroots sport. You know, the, the first aid facilities are a little bit less. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what life's all about, getting out there and having fun and hurting yourself along the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's always the fun part of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's always a dream in, in grassroots footy is a local footy club to see someone go on and do well, as you did, Liam, mm. at, at league level. And then, and if they can, when, when they're finished with that and they've ticked that box, come back and give back to the club is yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's what all clubs want. Yeah, I, I certainly know. There's a, few, there's a few guys that have um, like gone back from North Adelaide that are fantastic lads. They've mm. gone back to their local league teams and that's just what you do, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah it's it's good to see. Yeah. It's good to see. And that inspires the next generation too. Mm. Yeah. You know, the juniors coming through, they're making their first games with the seniors and they mm. see, you know... I guess you could say the old pro coming back, he's, he's had a good career, he's a bit, you know, a bit of swagger around the club, yeah. I've played, I've had the red V on, you know, yeah. and you, you give back, and that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. And, and I think it also uh, is really good when players can go and learn at SANFL level, mm. get, the, get the really good coaching, get that grounding, and then bring it back to like other clubs, even if it's not the club they originally played for in juniors, if mm. it's a different club, 
I mean, I think that's that's really part of the game, and if we can keep that continuing that circle, the game's only got to get better. Yeah, yeah. Like, even during pre-season, uh, so many guys were actually coming up to me asking me for like some sort of feedback yeah. about how they're going, and it's something that I've never ever had to do, but it's quite. It's quite a feeling knowing that someone looks up to you and looking that yeah. this guy can help me get better. Correct. And it's yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It makes me actually want to coach later on. That's yeah. good. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 And and that's where the good coaches come from is giving back to the club, the players, you know, building the relationships yeah. with the with the young guys and girls coming through, you know, to help them women become better players and enjoy time and sport and getting amongst it and getting around. And, exactly. You know, that's that's how it all rolls. But um, so Modbury going quite well this year and uh, I think we're, well, I think we're mid table at the moment. I think we're five or six or something yeah. like that. Uh, I know our record is four and four and um, unfortunately in fifth at the moment. Yeah, in fifth at the moment. And uh, unfortunately we dropped the game to uh, the Plimpton who Arguably, we were favourites for, yeah, mm. and um, we should have yeah. won. We should have won that. We also um, should have beat Edwardstown, but um, our kicking in the, on that day was not on. Right. So yeah. we could have easily been six and two. Yeah, so, yeah. That's the way it goes. Kicking, it is kicking is a big part of footy, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to kick the goals, goals to win There's been sure. a lot of a lot of talk about that lately. <sighs> yeah. um, my local club that I used to play for, Iron Bank, had a big day out on the weekend. Kicked twenty-seven two. I don't. I don't think I've seen that for a while. Um, that straight of kicking. So well done to the uh, goal goal kicking coach down at Ironbeck, whoever yeah. that may be. Probably yeah. Elijah Ware, the coach of the club. He could be he used to play for Port. Uh, so, yeah. Could be putting in and for Central's. a pay rise. Yeah, of his two uh, percent. <laughs> uh, I, I think Noodles does pretty well. He uh, he uh, he's coach of the club this year. He's been nice. assistant coach for a couple of years and. And he's just slipped into the coaching role. And they've got a very young side as well, as you said, Modbury have. Yeah. And, yeah, they're not doing as well as they have in previous years, but they're, they're in there and they're pushing hard. It's good to see. And, yeah. and a result like 27-2 doesn't come along every day. Man, I'd be disappointed <laughs> if I was one that kicked them behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. There like, a, like 24 and 0, that'd be a, that'd be a great scorecard <laughs> to have. But come on, if you miss the goals, come on. <laughs> pay up. Pay, up. Yeah. pay I, your fines. I think there was a bit of grief for the two guys who kicked some points on social media as well. I won't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> they may have had to have uh, had the first round, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon they might have. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the rest of that league seems to be uh, split into three, I guess, and that's the A3s, yeah? Yeah, we're looking at the A3s, yeah. yes. Yeah. So yeah. We've, got, uh, we've got North Haven, um, Golden Grove and Flinders Park up the top, and then there's a battle uh, from Gazer, yourselves and Mowbray, yeah. uh, Edwardstown, Westminster and Plimpton, and the CBC in Portland are, are doing a great job, and apparently a good shout-out to Portland, who... Um, didn't have a senior side last year and have done really well to get one up and running and it's good to see them out and about and having a kick. Yeah, it's including that B grade as well, which doesn't always have the teams, but they've been able to get someone on the park as well and absolute respect for, for clubs that are able to do that, yeah, knowing what's going to happen on the weekend. And getting the players together as well, especially when you know you're in a competition where you're going to struggle and you've got some classy clubs that you're playing against and... Yeah. Uh, getting the, the team on the park 
and and fronting up every week is uh, a big effort. So well done to those. Yeah, and not to mention, Portland actually do have uh, some quality players. Mm. Like no matter what grade you, you go into, there's always someone who sh- is, plays above their grade, yeah. no matter what it is. Yeah. And Portland definitely do have some players like, like that, just few and far between, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, they're out there doing it. That's yeah. you know they're um, beating the guys on the couch. That's for sure. Yeah, they certainly <laughs> are. They, they certainly are. And um, uh, Flinders Park apparently had a massive win last week, at three points over Golden Grove, who was undefeated before that. So, mm. good shout out to Flinders Park there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, to knock off Golden Grove, you're a strong club. That's um, that's a big tick there. Yeah, and Flinders and Gazer come up against Flinders Park this week. So Gazer are probably going to try and hang on to be the top of that middle bunch. Yeah. This week, and they've got Flinders Park coming off a massive win. So uh, that'll be a that'll be a uh, yeah. the battle of of your round. Yeah, I James yeah. Shorter and Dakota Nixon, who I played for with North Adelaide. Hopefully, they can get over the top of Gazer for uh, for the rest of the Modbury. Absolutely, that'll help <laughs> yeah. the table. Good That's shout out, sure. Liam. Yeah. Good stuff, mate. Yep. Get yep. them up and winning. And who, <laughs> who have you guys got this week? We have got North Haven, so top of the table. Oh yes, big yeah. test. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. The boys. This way, after bouncing back from Plinton, hopefully the boys will get it done. Yep. Unfortunately, I'm not playing this week because I did roll my ankle and quite badly. It's puffed and very, very bruised. Was that on the weekend? Yeah, that was against yeah. that was against uh, Plimpton. I went out for a mark and my opponent landed on me. So um, unfortunately, I'm not playing this week. Yeah. But um, with the bye coming up next week, I should be ready for Edwardstown, which is the circle back again. Ah, oh, nice. So back oh, into nice. the second round. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, I guess that leads us into our next segment, which is uh, sporting injuries and. In, uh, could be funny injuries, could be uh, any like uh, good grassroots injuries. The injuries that you see uh, on grassroots, football, soccer, tennis, there's the unusual injuries. Yours is a pretty standard injury, I guess, Liam. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a week-to-week thing with everyone. Yeah, yeah I'm sure everyone <laughs> gets an ankle. Yes. But, uh, you've, you've got a good one, Tomo, I hear. Uh, I did. Uh, this was going back a long, long time ago. Um when I was playing for Mount Lofty Footy Club. Um, I uh, went back to the C grade, was having a good day out in the first half, kicked five, and uh, the bloke who lined up on me start of the second half just mentioned to me that I won't be kicking any more goals, and I kind of was pretty cocky at the time and thought, oh, yeah, right. First handball out of the centre came to me, and I was about to have a bounce as I was running and having a bounce, and next thing I know, I wake up on a stretcher <laughs> and uh, and the guy who had KO'd me said, I told you you wouldn't be kicking any more goals, mate. And But he was, I must say, he was the first guy in the bar afterwards buying me a beer. So, you, you know, that's what grassroots footy is all about, isn't it? Absolutely. I, don't don't, I don't love that you don't remember the hit. You just remember bouncing the ball and suddenly waking yeah. up in the stretcher. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. I was thinking, oh, well, he was wrong. Man, no, he wasn't wrong. There's something, there's something, there's something missing here. What happened here? <laughs> <laughs> right. we, we ended up winning the game, which was good, but yeah. And you so, got a free beer out of it too. Yeah, I got a free beer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, more brain cells to kill. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the... Um, uh, you guys might not know, but Tomo and I have both, uh, well, Tomo's current uh, district umpire in cricket. I'm taking a bit of a back seat these days, but I used to umpire district cricket. And when T20s first came onto the scene, the clubs had DJs on the ground. They promoted the T20s big time. And I had a game 
uh, at Kensington, and it was Kensington versus Tea Tree Gully. And big game. Big game. Massive And, and game. they had quite a crowd there. It was the first season of T20, so the coloured clothing, the white balls, and I reckon the crowd would have been maybe 2,000. It was lined around the wow. whole ground, right? And after that, it petered out, and you get about 20 people there now. <laughs> but, um, they had a DJ where they had... Um, the batsmen coming in, they had theme music, and I'm there like, oh, okay, this is a bit unusual. I've never umpired in front of a crowd like this before. And I was always in stories with umpires saying, oh, I've never been hit by the ball, you should never, um, you know. You should never get, should hit, never by get hit by the ball. Yeah. And I used to take a great deal of pride. And I reckon uh, Adam Mossop, my good man from Teacher Gully, was bowling. Good. Oh, bowling. Bowling. I was yep. going to say could hit a ball too. He could, can, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but he was bowling his um, gentle medium paces. I'm sure, Mossy, you don't mind me saying that. But um, <laughs> he was, I think, from memory, it might have been Michael Klinger who was batting. Yep. And he's just pasted it straight back at Mossy along the ground. And I've taken a step backwards, as you do, but Mossy's put his big foot out and it's rebounded off his foot. And it's collected me right in the groin. Right? Very funny for everyone oh, else. I've oh, gone as you would, to add to the sack. <laughs> absolutely crashing to the ground. Right? I've saved a four, right? But the DJ has gone right off. Oh, the umpire's gone crashing to the ground. <laughs> and the crowd's erupted and fully let me have it. That's probably my best injury, I guess. But wow. I have to go up and, you know, nobody offered to rub it for me. <laughs> so, you know, you just get up and away you go. They um, And we got back into the game. But that's the only time I've been hit on the cricket yeah. field. And, um, yeah, it was in front of a few thousand people, unfortunately. Yeah, so. yeah. As, as Vic mentioned, I uh, umpire first grade cricket. The only time I've ever been hit is in an under-17 shield game. <laughs> one guy just mowed one. Bowler went to catch it. Yeah. Uh, caught and bowled, and I got out of the way of the ball, I thought, and then it ricocheted off ricocheted. his thumb yeah. straight into my arm, my forearm. And the batter actually jogged up for a single and actually said to me, you cost me four then, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. thanks for the sympathy, thanks mate. Thanks for the sympathy. I had an egg on my arm Absolutely. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. My, mo- I, my most embarrassing moment in cricket is that I've gotten out to a hat-trick ball, Oh. Yeah, and it was a full toss as well, and hit my stumps. Oh no! Oh, no. I, 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 uh, I didn't expect. It. I thought it'd be nice straight the stumps. I'd block it out of the way, but he's bought a fully at my chest. I'd got to swing it, and it's come down and it's collected my stumps. Oh and no! Oh, no, the walk of shame. <laughs> that, yeah, that's um, that's a good one. A good one. But yeah, if you guys have got any any embarrassing stories, not embarrassing, but even injury stories. That no, make it embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing <laughs> stories. Let's, let's hear it. Um, shoot us a line at the um, Oz Sports Radio Facebook page. Um, and I guess it's um, also a good time to remind everyone to, um, you know, have a look on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, um, iHeartRadio and... Obviously, our show sponsor, Viva, um, we want to thank you very much for, um, for uh, being the radio sponsors for the show. Um, and throughout the, the seasons, I guess, while we're plugging, 
Um, they do shirts, by the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uniform suppliers. They are fair. Looking very good, Mick. Thank you, thank you. I'm wearing the club's um, sponsored product. Um, but we do a lot of commentary as well. So last year we did a, a few cricket um, games. So we're looking for uh, more commentary gigs, basketball, football, soccer, um, cricket. I think we've, uh, uh, me and Tomo would go pretty good at cricket, I reckon. I reckon we go, um, right. But that means you'd have to give up a day of umpiring or we'll do it on a Sunday or whatever we can, yeah, we can maybe, sort out. Maybe we can sort it out. We can sort something out. Um, but yeah, so hit us up on um, Oz Sports Radio Facebook page um, and also Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, so I guess, have we got much more to talk about um, footy before we move on? Should we, should we touch on, seeing, seeing we've done should. the A3s, maybe we, yeah. I, I think it'd be au fait of us not to mention the, a, the A1 amateurs um, yeah. at the moment, the current league ladders Prince Alfred Old College, Old Collegians, um, going great guns. Not so great last weekend. Um, apparently we're up by four goals with four minutes to go. And um, it was Paynham who kicked the last four goals of the game. The last goal with 10 seconds remaining to get over the league leaders, Prince Alfred. That's a big slip. So that was a massive, massive win for them. Well yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then Prince Alfred have got another um, hurdle to get over this week. They're playing uh, the team that has their ex-coach, uh, Brett Backwell, um, at Brighton. He's now coaching Brighton. So they've, they've got a couple of... So it's a big uh, game. That'll be a up. big game for them all, I'm sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, so PAC will be looking to uh, get back on the winner's track and teaching Brett Backwell's Brighton a lesson, mm. hopefully. No grudge match at all. Yeah, then. yeah. And there's probably the match of the round um, in the A1s um, would be uh, Goodwood versus Paynham. Uh, Paynham, who I just talked about, who beat the league leaders last week, and Goodwood um, only had a narrow win over a... Lower ranked Tea Tree Gully, but it seems that Tea Tree Gully are to anywhere from Tea Tree Gully to St Peter's on the ladder. It, it's the competition is very open, and Union are only just off the pace as well. With only yeah. Two yeah, what is it? Two game, two games in hand. Yeah, yeah two games different. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah between the between third and eighth. And Tea Tree Gully always is only a couple of games. Their station too, they're always tough to beat. Yeah, they yeah. Play quite well. Yeah, so so there's some there's some a lot more footy to come in the amateurs around the place. Um, should we should yeah. we have a bit of a look at some other footy? Yeah, yeah. That's happening. Um, obviously, my passion is hills footy. Yeah. I um, live up live up at Heathfield and. Well, they breed them um, tough up in the hills. So <laughs> well, absolutely. some of us are tough. Absolutely. A lot of guys would say I'm not very tough, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've. As I mentioned before, I played my footy at, uh, most of my footy at Ironbank. Did all my juniors at Mount Lofty and then moved over to Ironbank. Um, Ironbank uh, had, have had a good couple of years, and the, but they're sitting sixth at the moment in, on the current ladder in the, in the um, it's called the country division, if you like, or the A2s. Um, Kangarilla are having a really good year. They're sitting up the top with Kersbrook. And much of a muchness again, there is from third to sixth only uh, one game in it, and then only one game back to Mackey. Um, and Torrens Valley are 
really struggling at the moment, but they're a great club and they'll bounce back, I'm sure. Um, it's good to see them, as you were talking about with Portland, it's good to see them having a, getting guys on the park. Um, I've got a couple of nephews that play out there. Well, sometimes they get seconded into playing when they're not really that keen, <laughs> but they, uh, they still front up. It's good to see them getting out and having a kick. Yeah. Um, and Iron Bank have actually got uh, Torrens Valley this week and we'll be looking for a big win, but hopefully Torrens Valley can, can serve it up to them. And the matches around there is probably Gummaracker and Kangarilla. There's um, Kangarilla sitting top, Gummaracker a third. Um, Gummaracker had a, had a loss to Meadows, um, which who are sitting fourth, and um, Kangarilla had a massive win against Torrens Valley last week. So they're out for a bit tougher match this week against Gummies. So it'll be interesting to see who gets over the line there. And um, so if you were living in, in the area, go along to these games that we're calling the match of the round because they're the ones we've identified as close contests, the ones that are going to be real good games to watch as a neutral too so yep. um, that's yeah get around the, the clubs that are, that are playing and um, support the local local clubs everyone yeah I love how empty the town is whenever there's a game of football in town yeah <laughs> yeah as there's no one around everyone's at the game of football yeah I um, I used to have uh, golf weekends the hack invitational and we had them every other year from uh, Victor Harbour up in Wakeree. So this one year we were um, up in Wakeree and it was Wakeree versus Berry, right? And it was just after Mark Rusciuto had retired. Oh, yeah. And he was coming Obviously. back to play for Wakeree. Oh, wow. And Berry, what a buzz. Well, to make it even better, um, the Berry star was... Um, uh, the other Crows legend um, from the Riverland. Um, Modra. Modra. Oh, yes. It Godra. was Modra, Modra versus the shooter. <laughs> now, I tell you, wow. I've never seen anybody. Uh, that ground is packed. You could yeah. not get into the ground. Oh, I can imagine. It was amazing. That was huge. It was, was huge. huge. The, yeah. the, the town was empty, but the crowd, I reckon there would have been 10,000 people just lined around the oval. It was amazing. And we luckily had booked to stay at the Wakery Hotel for about two months out because we were there for the golfing weekend. Yes, yes. That yeah, was a sure. huge night and golf the next Would have been for sure. wasn't very attractive. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been great, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about, getting around the local boys. And when there is a superstar, you go along and, um, and have some fun. Have some fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so who else have we got there, Tomo? Yes, we have. Um, obviously, um, in the uh, main division, there are 10 teams battling it out up there in the hills. Um, Harndorf, undefeated. They have some really good football names playing up there at Harndorf. You've got Matty Yench, uh, Kyle Cheney, Jared Petrenko. I've probably missed a couple, and I'm really sorry, guys, but let me know which ones I've missed. and. Give me hell about it, and I'm, I'll be happy to take that on board. Uh, you, um, mentioned the, you mentioned the important ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of getting a bit out of grassroots range. Yeah. That's nearly the, 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 the god paddock, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, a superstar. So they're going, they're going pretty well, obviously. Yeah. Now, um, there are a couple of teams who have made the jump from um, the 
the country league um, into the, into the more the hills A one league, and that is uh, Bridgewater and Nan Bremer. They have both come up this year, um, and look, Bridgie Bridgie are going great guns. Um, they're sitting fifth at the moment, so it's really good to see the guys um, at Bridgie doing really well. Um, one guy we're talking. Excess NFL players giving back to their club. Rune Gilfoy was playing at Sturt. He's gone back to Bridgie this year and uh, going pretty well, I think. Big shout out to Rune. Um, and it's good to see those guys coming back and playing for their clubs, as Liam mentioned before. Um, they've got a massive game this week against Blackwood, who are sitting fourth. I've picked that as the, the round of the week. Um, please let me know if I'm wrong. Mount Lofty have got a massive task against Onkers who are sitting third but again there's there's not a huge a lot between those middle clubs so um, there's still a lot of people vying for a final final spot in the five um, and it's your Raidler up against the mighty Harndorf your Raidler are a club that have won a lot of uh, finals and been in a lot of finals for a long, long time. For a they're little a, itty bitty town, they yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, they're a very proud club. They play too. very hard footy. Yep. And so they were up against the might of Handorf this week, so hopefully they can uh, try and try and get to them. Someone's got to inflict some pain on Handorf. Yep. I'd like to put a call out there. Someone's got to do that. Well, I guess so. um, <laughs> one of the, uh, the big risks when you're dominating a league is to... Um, not let complacency creep in. Yeah. So I guess if, um, if Handorf are a little bit off their game and their opposition is up, then that evens the contest out dramatically, you know? So I always think throughout a season, I think you need to lose one game. Yeah. You just need to lose one game because it then, it then brings you back down to earth and it yeah. just makes you realise that maybe you're not that great. Yeah. You're not yeah. unbeatable. Yeah. yeah, you're not unbeatable, yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. You can't be walking around swaggering and cocky and... You know, that's for uh, the professionals, so to speak. That's right. You know, the, uh, the, the boys that play in Europe, and the ones that let us know all about it. Probably the other league I'll mention, um, I've got a bit of a uh, family involvement here, um, is the River Murray Football League. Yep. Um, my nephew, Tate Silverlock, so a big shout out to Tate. The young Tate? Yeah, he's, uh, he played in the West Adelaide Grand Final side uh, that won the, won the GF a few years ago. And um, also known... Our super producer is a Westies man, ah, quite clearly. Yeah, he's pretty happy with that. Shout so. out. <laughs> Touch in the air. That's good to see. Um, and uh, people might fondly remember Tate as the human helicopter when he took a mark of the year in the SANFL nice. as well. Was he, like, was he like horizontal or something? Yeah, he was up in the air, one-hander. Yeah, it was, oh, a, fantastic. It was, it was a pretty awesome mark. Um, and he, he is now coaching, the reason why I'm mentioning him in the River Murray is he's now coaching Jervois. Um, he went up there with a mate from Westies um, and was just playing and now he's, um, he's coaching. He had a knee injury last year, didn't play much, um, came back for the finals and they got over the line and won the flag. So nice. he's uh, yeah, coached one year, won a flag. Um, so he's doing pretty well up there. They're sitting second at the moment, though, I do see, to nice. Taylor Bend. That's so, a good run. Yeah. So I haven't had a look at the matches there, but um, I'm sure there'll be a great round of matches this week. And a shout-out to all our teams up there in the River Murray League. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and the show doesn't have to stop her in Adelaide. We can go wherever our call is needed. Um, just like uh, if anybody from my old hometown in New South Wales and the Central Coast is uh, listening, I'm more than happy to shout out to uh, the Narara Wyoming boys. Um, they'll be getting into pre-season sometime soon um, for cricket season coming up, but more than happy to, uh, to promote whoever wants promotion. So get around us. I'm all for biased commentary. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you sound like Channel 7. <laughs> Channel 7 can have the Crows and Channel 9 can have Port and just unleash on the biased commentary. I reckon that's how it should go. That's just me. Um, but yeah, so um, moving right along, I guess that's football done and dusted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and by all means, anyone out there listening to us and let us know during the week um, if you want to give your team a shout out or your league a shout out that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a lot more um, AFL football played around the traps, and there's a lot of other sports played. So let us let us know, yeah. and we'll be happy to take it on board and have a look and absolutely we, we do have to cut um we do have to cut the show into pieces otherwise we'll be here for three days banging on <laughs> so it's more so to keep us on a leash rather than promoting everybody but um we'll, we'll try to move on um as best as we can so we'll move on to uh australians will call it soccer I guess the football people will call it football. We've, we've moved on from footy, Aussie rules, um, and we're moving on to football, soccer. So what we'll do is um, I'll cover some women's soccer first, the National Premier League in Adelaide. Um, now, it's a pretty good competition, um, and we'll just quickly run through the games coming up this weekend. We've got Fulham versus Adelaide Comets. Um, that's a reasonably even contest there, um, but they're two bottom of the table teams, uh, seventh versus eighth. Probably be a draw, I reckon. Adelaide University, Adelaide versus Football SA, uh, national uh, the, the, the development team. They've sitting third on the ladder. Um, the Adelaide United girls should win that one. The clash of the round here is West Adelaide versus Salisbury Inter. The, um, that's a, probably the only top-of-the-table clash, and it looks like a cracking game. West Adelaide have um, only lost the one game um, and have scored 18 goals and have got a pretty good defence. Um, Salisbury Inter's defence is even better. They've only had three goals scored against them all season, and it'll be a cracking game, West Adelaide versus Salisbury Inter at Westies. Um, and another evenly poised match there is Adelaide City versus Metro United. Um, that's fifth versus fourth. That's in the National Premier League for the women. Uh, and in the reserves, um, we've got the same again. Um, obviously, that's the NPL reserves for the ladies. Um, but the match of the round there is more than likely um, Adelaide University reserves versus the Football SA girls, fourth versus first. And the Football SA girls should get the job done there um, and moving into the women's state league, um, the uh, I've got to say I'm a little bit biased here, as you quite rightly know that Modbury Vista girls are sitting on top, top <laughs> of the ladder, um, with a, a very impressive goal difference um, 
They've won three, drawn one, so they're undefeated. Uh, 23 goals scored for three against, and they're playing oh. the Flinders Flames this week. First awesome display. Fourth. They're killing it. Yeah. Um, and they're playing some really attractive football too. They're um, well coached and their, their setups are quite good. Um, and they're putting goals away left, right, and centre, which is really good to see. Um, so I'll try to be getting out there. The Flinders Flames have got the home advantage, but I think the Modbury Vista girls will get the job done. Um, Modbury Jets versus West Torrens Bacala, sixth versus second. West Torrens will probably get the job done there. They're sitting second, they're the same. Uh, so it's on goal difference um, there. White City versus Cove, that'll probably be a draw. Let's face it, seventh versus eighth. They'll be, it'll be a struggle. I think they'll they'll be even two evenly matched teams um, going at it, but it'll be it'll come down to who's who wants the game more really. Um, and the last game of that round is uh, fifth versus third Adelaide Jaguars versus South Adelaide, and the South Adelaide girls should get the job done there. Um, into and we're not going to go into this into the national premier league or the state league one for the guys because you know they're a little bit more professional and we're not that's uh, not what we're about we're about grassroots football um and so the more we develop the show we'll get into some amateur football um and you know because i'm biased we'll stick with the state league two boys <laughs> and how they're going um, and it's an interesting, interesting uh, table in that Norlunger on top, followed by Seaford and then Gawler Eagles. Um, and then we've got Cove. Oh, that's the reserves. What am I doing? The seniors are here. So, yeah, Port Adelaide are on top with University. Um, Good save. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll get some feedback on that. I don't remember that being the table. That doesn't look familiar. Um, but but um, he flowed right into it as well. Yeah. Well done, mate. Just, Seamless. Uh, yeah. Now all my predictions are out. But no, um, the Port Adelaide guys are up against the Demons and they should get the job done. Port Adelaide are uh, um, well coached and um, they, they should get the job done quite easily there, you would imagine. Um, and the match of the round in the seniors is Adelaide University versus Norlunga. So that's second versus fourth. So that's a should be a cracker. That should be a good game. Of um, probably if I was a, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, and we're not promoting gambling here by any stretch, but I'd um, I'd probably have money on a draw there um, because they're two evenly matched teams. Uh, Modbury are playing Pontian Eagles. Um, and that'll be, you know, that'll be a good game. I think uh, Modbury coming off a really good result against Salisbury, um, who was sitting third on the table last week, had a 2-2 draw. So they're playing good football. They've um, been a bit unlucky. Um, but they're a very, very young side after a rebuild this year. Um, so they'll be up against it, against Pontian, but hopefully we'll get a good result. The reserves, the... Um, the match of the round here, I've got Modbury Vista versus Ponty, and it's seventh versus fifth, so a middle of the table clash, but I think it'll be evenly matched, and away we go. Um, now, it really gets interesting when we get into the under-18s. That's where it gets... Uh, the boys are still full of energy. They're running like lunatics, and 
they're um, still learning the ropes to a degree, but um, the coaching is where it really, really comes to the fold here. Um, Adelaide Uni are on top, um, and Cove are second, with Modbury Vista third. Um, so obviously being in the same draw as the seniors and the reserves, Modbury are playing Pontian, and that'll be another cracking game as well, where I think Modbury will get the uh, the chocolates there too. And I'm shouting out to Modbury because next week our special guest is going to be Dan, who's the under-18s goalkeeper. Um, and he's um, he's got a good story. He's he's come from Tetra Gully to Modbury. And saw the light. He has seen the light. Absolutely. Oh, ah, feedback. Yeah. He's done the exact same thing I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's a good goalkeeper. I coached him at Modbury Cricket Club as a young fella. Um, he was a wicketkeeper, so it goalkeeper. falls goaling, yeah. goalkeeper, so he's a man of my own. Yeah, they both wear gloves. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, they both, both stop the ball. Exactly. Uh, call a wicketkeeper a stopper, he's not usually very happy with no, that. No, that's, um, that's a very, very dangerous thing to do, I have to say. Um, but we've, you know, being part of the wicketkeepers' union and the goalkeepers' union uh, and the catchers' union in baseball... We are the ones that the team is built upon. So, you know... Okay. The, the, um, is that just your opinion? Yes. I, I, think it, I think it is mixed opinion, and I think most wicketkeepers would have that opinion. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they, have a, they have a very strong opinion, most wicketkeepers, behind the stumps. You've got to, you know, if you're a silent wicketkeeper, you've lost your ticket in the wicketkeeper's union. It's the same thing for the goalkeeper. Same as wearing short sleeve shirts when you're wicketkeeper. Uh, that's can't, un- it can't un- be done, hey? Your hand your Unacceptable. ticket in. That's right, that's right. And so if you um and wearing a baggy hat, that's yep. that's just as unacceptable. Correct. Um, I think that's uh, football done because let's be frank, there's so many so much soccer that um you can take before it gets you know, into the real amateur stuff. Um, and uh, it's pretty good, pretty well wrapped up. So one of the things that we're looking for as well, folks, is um, like a club legend. So if you've got a club legend, um, someone that is around the club all the time, um, puts in, um, has been there since, you know, day dot, Mm. um, let us know. Yeah, so club legend, um, you can nominate your club legend. Um, Hit us up on the Sports Radio Facebook page. Um, put your nomination in and uh, there'll be a prize at the end of the year so they'll get some really good recognition. Um, Rebel Sport will be um, an awesome sponsor for that so some uh, donation um, and uh, just yeah, hit us up on Facebook page, Ross Sports Radio, Club Legend of the Year um, and I'm pretty certain hopefully we'll have a special guest uh, club legend from the Campbelltown Comets, uh, hopefully in the studio in a couple of weeks, um, to tell us her story. Um, yep. To give a little bit of a backstory of what we're talking about, um, she Shelley was a, a young girl playing at Campbelltown Comets a few years ago now, and she saw the club losing players, and instead of you know, just watching the club die. She put her hand up, joined the committee, 
um, took the reins um, and got out there and promoted the club, went around, knocked on people's doors, handed out flyers. Sensational. Um, and she's built the club up to uh, a point now where it's one of the more successful netball clubs in the um, oh, Beautiful. The well, so, well done. Yeah. Yeah, so you, hate to, you hate to see a club die. Absolutely. Yeah. And you love to see someone who actually stands up and actually brings it back to life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So it'd be she great would, to have a chat to Shelley. Yeah, so she's yeah. got a fantastic story. And we'll yeah, I'm sure some clubs can get place. get things out of that as well. Yeah, like how she went about it and 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 things like that. I'm sure it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hit us up. Um, and yeah, we'll have we'll have a prize. Um, Rebel Sport will come to the party. Um, and yeah, we'll, um, we'll we'll promote a club every week. Yeah, for sure. And. Also, obviously, club legends, they usually have some pretty good nicknames, mate. They do. They Absolutely. do. Absolutely. So, like, we, we were talking off air before, and there's some, there's some pretty good nicknames out there in, in Sportland. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I guess before we get too much into it, the yeah. show has you and I and our nicknames. Oh, mate. Are some of the worst nicknames you've ever heard, Chef and Tomo. Yeah, that's because it. it's pretty, you know, it's pretty common. It's pretty common. If yeah. you're a, if you're a Thomas a Thompson, a Tomney, you're a Tomo. Yeah, you're a Tomo. That's yeah. it. You get you get Tomo. Um, yeah. And plus, also, I'm not only a Thomas who gets Tomo. I'm also a redhead who gets Ranger, uh -huh. Rusty. Yeah. Um, all of those all of those come along with it. Blue. Yeah. Oh, dad, dad got that. Yeah, Dad's a redhead as well. He got bluey. Yeah, back yeah. when he played cricket for Wondery Hill. Yeah. So, like they, they, yeah. So not only is it your name, but Shep. I mean, I I know as I was saying before, I know a lot of shepherds, and nearly every one of them is called Shep. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter how how old, how young they are, they're Shep. That's right. <laughs> and what's your nickname, Liam? Uh, so well, mine's got to do with like some. I've had a, a variety. Of mm -hmm. nicknames, including ver including variety, because my last name is Verity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Also variety bucket as well, KFC. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, also like giraffe like, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Praying yeah. mantis because I'm long and lanky. But yeah. the so one I tall are you, Liam? So I uh, 197 centimeters, six foot five. Yeah, uh, yeah. get our specific about American imperial system. <laughs> uh, but the one I got at uh, North Adelaide was called Panther. Yeah. How did that come about? Because I'm quiet. Sneaky oh. like a panther. That's where it came about. I was Kari that brought it up, Josh Carr, the coach at the time. And um, throughout my, my entire, uh, throughout my career in North Adelaide, it slowly started to evolve. Um, over, <laughs> as I was, And that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, it evolves, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll keep going. Uh -huh. It evolved uh, as I was kicking more goals. Um, we're getting, I was getting feedback, and I was like, my, and uh, Jacob Surgeon, who's the um, co current coach of North Adelaide, he was a reserves coach. He says, "My God, you're a sexy panther." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was kicking more, and eventually it just got around everyone. And eventually, my nickname was called Sex Panther. Oh, yeah, so that was my nice. or the S and P. Not a bad nickname to have. Yeah, it was well, a, it was the best though. sex band. It was the best one at the club. Easily. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something to hang your hat on. Mm. Oh, it definitely was. I mean, everyone like whenever there was like gatherings, that people would make up stories about why I'm called Sex Man. Had nothing to do with football, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. That's very it. Good. I um I used to play cricket with this guy who was a similar height to you. He would have been six four, six five. But he was 
uh, an older gentleman. So he would have been in his late 40s when I was playing with him. And I was only a young fella. Very, very impressionable. And his nickname was Stretch, right? Now, first of all, you think he's Stretch because he was stretched out quite tall, right? And you think, yeah, that's pretty, pretty basic. But the rumours of what make a nickname gold, right? Or legendary. Or legendary, that's right. So my uncle, who was Smithy, right, he said to me, oh, you know, yeah, Stretch. Oh, you're playing the Stretch, are you? Yeah, 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 right. Um, You know why they call him Stretch, don't you? I'm like, come on. Well, he did a Stretch. I'm like, oh. And, you know, so evolved from there. Right, so I'm like, did he? He's done a stretch, right inside. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And wow. you know that, that I didn't want to ask him then because no, I, you, you wouldn't know, want to. Yeah, not so, something you want to bring up if you don't really know. So the then the rumours started going around around the club. It was like, oh, this guy just don't, you know, don't get him rubbed the wrong way. Things could get ugly, but uh, that's that's part of the fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and the same thing, everyone. If you've um, got an awesome nickname, um, send it in. Um, and uh, I've, I've had a, I've had a couple in in cricket. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom Cooper, when he was playing at uni, um, he was playing with uh, Joe Many, mm-hmm. and was yelling out from slip, not too, not too many. A very, very good nickname, I think. And there was another guy who used to play at Southern Districts, has moved clubs to Glenelg, but when he was at Southern Districts, uh, a lad by the name of Hugh Stone was uh, nicknamed Whitney, which I thought was very, very, very Mm, clever. Very clever. Someone very deep thinker had got that one through, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) So well done to the guys at Southern Districts who ever came up to that. And, uh, yeah, he can let us know who did. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up on the um, Facebook page, everyone. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. And, and the banter on the field is where the, uh, is where the nicknames come from. And I think that's part of what makes cricket so fun is you're standing around in the field. You know, everyone that doesn't play cricket goes, oh, how can you stand around in the field for six hours a day? You've got to have some fun with it, do you? Banter. Yeah, correct. Banter is one of the reasons that. why I'm by. Absolutely, <laughs> yep. The ban- and and when I went back to playing with my recruited club, playing the lower grades, we had a special kind of banter where you know we would nearly ask for under sixteen players to come out just so that they could bring the under sixteen banter, <laughs> oh the, no. the junior banter, not the bad, really the bad, really like bad, like the send the bales to New South Wales. That's the no. one. Yeah, I've seen a better, seen a better batter on a fish. Yeah. You know, the, and it just more blocks than some Lego. Yeah, yeah. more, more blocks than Lego Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's building a picket fence here. It's another single. You know? It's got more. It's got more leaves in the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember all those ones. Yeah, yeah. they're beauties. Yeah, but it evolves from there. Um, so. What have you got coming up, Liam? You've got two weeks to go before you reckon you're right. Um, uh, two weeks to go. So I have this week off and then yeah. uh, be a bye for, um, I think the whole, I think the whole, uh, I think the whole league has a bye. With a long weekend. Yes. And uh, so I'll be good for, in a couple of weeks time against Edwardstown for myself. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Looking forward to it. I'm sure. Oh, it's good. I always hate missing games. Yeah. Of footy. Mm. It, it gets you out of a rhythm because every time it's always got something to do on a Saturday. But now, when you go out to watch, you feel like you get the shakes. You just start want to start playing, and yeah. I always get that whenever I'm injured. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess that just shows the passion. You know, you're not going to retire in a hurry when you're still itching to get out there. No, I'll play to forty. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, I'm turning over and going into play veterans cricket this year. You Come are? Up. Yeah, 50s. Well, I won't be able to call on you for those troubled oh, um, Adelaide Maybe. Church Cricket Association well, games that I penciled you in for last year. We don't play every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I tell you... Why you can still play, why not me? Absolutely, you're mm. a long time retired. Yeah, correct. But um, I tell you, those games last year that I played, the, the, well, let's call them trouble games... I loved them. Yeah. They were trouble. Yeah. They were hard work, but they were good fun. Yeah. You know, um, it was nearly violence, <laughs> nearly violence on the field, but I guess that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I was so just, I, I was playing, uh, my brother is um, the B grade captain for Mobbury, and um, this year, unfortunately, he had to run a, run around with a few players, yep. and there was one game. How you going, Aiden? Are you listening? Yeah, I'm sure he's listening. Love your work, Good Aiden. Yeah. Uh, and uh, running around searching for players. And um, you got so called up, didn't you? I got called up, yes. And my dad was going to get called up as well to play with us, which unfortunately did not happen. So the first, I've one of the things I always want to do is play cricket with dad, but yeah. it just unfortunately didn't happen. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Oh well. Well, you never say never. No, I never what say no. Nah, never say never. He's fifty-five years old, so I'm sure he'd be able to feel still fit in the. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's only young then. He's only a young. <laughs> I'm fifty-four tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, birthday for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Day off from work. Nice. Beautiful work. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to recover from this. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> right, so what else have we got coming up? So well, you must have a big day planned tomorrow. Then it's Friday. No, mate, not much Not much doing. Um, we uh, might go and have a bite to eat at a local pub. Um, the kids and my, my wife, Kristen, and yeah, no, nah, should be good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, big fella. Thanks, mate. Um, so we're, next week we've got coming up um, Dan, the goalkeeper from the under-18s out of Modbury, will be our guest. He's more than likely going to phone in um, because they've got training on a Thursday night. And that's the other thing that we're um, looking for, you guys. This is selection night. So if you want to have your team selection read out, send us the list. And we will read out your team selections. Um, so that way, um, if anybody misses the team selection night, they can look into the podcast um, on Spotify, Anchor, um, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, um, and they can they can listen to the show anytime. They can even get a bit of a heads up of what's coming up. So give us a heads up who you're playing. Uh, and and you know, get around us. Yeah, let us, let us know what you want to hear about, and uh, we will sure to um, we'll, we'll keep highlighting ladders and matches of the rounds. Um, but yeah, more feedback we get from you guys, the more you're interested in, we're, the more we can we can go to that. Yeah. So thanks to the, the club, the well, not the club sponsor, but the station sponsor, Viva, for um, helping us put us all together. Oz Sports Radio is where you're at. Um, 
like to thank our special guest, our first guest, Liam Verity, for coming in tonight. No, it was um, an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think no. you guys will do just fine as well. Oh, Thanks, cheers. Liam. Thank cheers, you, mate. No, it was good to have you on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, next week. So we'll try to get the show out at about 7.30ish. Um, Thursday night is selection night, folks. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. See you later. Catch you.